Hello, welcome to another episode of the Short Pan and Handsome Podcast. I am your boy, Lloyd Lee. Today is February 7th, kind of the 8th. Happy Chinese New Year. I've missed you. It's been a little while. I needed some time off. I felt like I needed to watch the world pass me by for a little bit. And I hope that you did not forget about me because I did not forget about you. It's uh, It's been a while. It's been almost two months. I think all of January? Yeah, let's go with all of January. A couple weeks off. I wanted to grow as a person. I wanted to watch the world move without me in just an observational standpoint. And uh, I didn't learn much. I did recharge my batteries. I do feel better about things and uh, it's been cold in the D.C. area. It was, uh, it's very D.C. weather, so I'm told. So it went from 50, 60 degrees in December to uh, uh, 20 degrees. It snowed and then it got warm, like in the 40s, and then it snowed again. And uh, today, going into the new year, My new year, maybe not yours. I don't know. I don't know you that well because you don't tell me these things. But going into my new year, it was high 50s today. It was beautiful. It was glorious. And I always make fun of like the people that I used to see uh, growing up that just lost their mind when it was 55 degrees out after a long winter and they're wearing shorts and T-shirts. And it, it was very strange to me. Looking back, and now that I experienced like 55, 60 degree weather today, I was regretting the fact that I wasn't wearing a t-shirt. I wore, you know, I brought my big boy jacket out, and I um, felt overdressed. And um, yeah, I get it. I get it. It felt good. And hopefully tomorrow is not going to be negative degrees or 20 degrees. Like I saw Chicago was negative 30. I don't know what the fuck's going on in this world, but uh, negative 30 in Chicago. I mean, they call it a polar vortex, but that just sounds like hell. Uh, I guess some mad men, mad people, some lunatics were out there running in the snow because uh, let's just test the body. Let's not. Let's not do that. Uh, God wanted you to stay in. He put it in a situation where it's like, listen, people, stay inside. And you go, nay, nay, holdeth my beer. I am going to go run. Listen, your body will be fine if you just took a couple days off. You don't need to deal with the wind chill factor of negative a billion, okay? Uh, you're, you're not going to go to Pluto, and you're not going to run on its surface, so you should be fine. Don't worry about it. Just take this one off, champ, okay? Okay, you're making us all look bad. That's actually really what it comes down to. I'm not running at all. And uh, when it's, I don't know, 30 degrees out, I'm not running. When it's negative 30, I'm not doing anything, Okay, I'm staying inside and watching Netflix in the comfort of my own home. What else I do Uh, besides not running and besides uh, not testing the fates of the gods? I watch the Super Bowl. Bum, 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 bum,
Let's go, Pats. Uh, yeah, it was the worst Super Bowl, according to online polls. It uh, Everybody always says, ah, defense wins championships. Defense wins championships. And that's a beautiful thing to say. Go ahead and slap that on a meme. Put that on Instagram. Put that up on the wall of your office. I don't care. But what it comes down to is everybody loves that saying until they have to watch a defensive mastermind going against another mastermind of defense. Nobody wants to watch that shit. Nobody, like, I'm not a, I'm a big football fan. I played in high school. I wasn't good. I'm not good at Madden, okay? I don't, I understand what I'm seeing, sort of. I don't understand the chess game. Like that's a re- there's a reason why chess is not an advertised televised sport because a nobody really knows what they're looking at and b it's not that exciting. And but everyone loves championships are won by defense. Defense wins championships until you have to sit down and watch it. Nobody's watching C-SPAN cuz that shit's boring. It's it's just jockeying for position. That's what we watched. Three nothing going into the halftime. It was a defensive uh, exhibition of I don't know I, I I don't have the eloquent words of saying it. Uh, people said it was boring. I get it. I get it. Uh, I was standing up the whole time. Why? Because Stephen Goskowski missed a. F- fucking field goal and tom brady threw an interception first pass goskowski missed like a 40 yarder this is not a way i want to watch uh my team playing the super bowl preseason maybe you know during the season maybe uh, super bowl this is what we this is what we play for and you know i, I was having flashbacks of watching the Red Sox growing up in the eighties being horrible. The Celtics in the eight in the nineties horrible. The Patriots in the eighties and nineties be horrible. And I was just I, I was I couldn't sit down because I just I was having flashbacks of the children when they're just horrible. Like ah, uh, it's an important game. We could make it to the playoffs, and then they just choke. Uh, I watched that. I watched the Super Bowl just like an antsy five, six, ten-year-old, like a ten-year-old. I couldn't sit down. My wife was like, you know, she tolerates me. She loves me. Uh, she understands. And uh, she just was started to, you know, clean up the house and just kind of do. She was into it. She gets into it. But, you know, it was boring. I get it. So she's kind of like cleaning. I was like, just sit down. Stop. There's nothing over there. Just sit down. I was just full of angst. Um, but uh, we came out victorious. And I say we because I played. Did you see me? I was I was on the sideline. I had my own jersey. We. Uh, the New England Patriots were victorious in the most uneventful, defensive, uh, fuck, I don't have the words, uh, showcase, defensive showcase, defensive tactician tactical fuck anyways uh it was that game and i'm glad i i I didn't have to watch it in a bar full of people who hate the patriots and i'm okay with people who hate the patriots but i hate 
bandwagon fans. I hate people that just all of a sudden they go, hey, we like anybody that hates the Patriots. I'm a fucking Atlanta fan. Nobody's a fucking Atlanta fan. The last time they were in the Super Bowl before the Philly Super uh, what the Super Yeah. <laughs> Speak Loy. Before the Philly Super Bowl where we lost, uh we were playing Atlanta in the greatest comeback of all time. And I almost punched somebody in the face. I was literally willing to risk my future freedom just to prove a point because that is the idiot that I am. And uh, it made me angry because people were getting in my face. They knew I was rooting for the Patriots and uh, I'm with my wife. And uh, I think that's one thing is where you just don't get aggressive in front of a man with his woman because uh, that is how you end up getting punched in the face, right? I am the man who will fight for your honor. I'll be the hero that you're going to have to bail out. And, uh, yeah, we were, we're out and about. We we're watching the game. And these, these motherfuckers who just showed up at a bar to, and then ended up watching the game were getting in my face. And I was like, listen, motherfucker, you don't even watch football. You can't even name anybody other than the person that the announcer just named on Atlanta. You can't even name anybody on the Patriots other than Tom Brady. Uh, There's no reason for you to get in my face because you barely understand what's going on, you fucking knuckle-dragging imbecile. So in order to avoid all of that craziness, I just was not allowed in public. My wife was like, we don't have bail money or a house to collateral your bail. So we are going to stay inside. And, you know, sometimes you need a woman to protect you from you. And she loves me for me, not because I'm willing to punch somebody in the face. Uh, I'm aggressive, you know. And I think my wife understands that... um, you need a purge day, you know? You just need that day where there's a good possibility you're going to do something stupid. And she knows it could be any day, but definitely the day that the Patriots go to the Super Bowl. I think uh, she understands that uh, that might be the day. And uh, in order to prevent that craziness, she's like, hey, we're going to lock you up. I'm going to buy pizza. I'm going to buy you your favorite beer. The champagne beer, the banquet beer, the Miller High Life, and we're just gonna stay in a small circle of people that love you. <laughs> and that's what it, that's what it was. So I stood up the whole time, watched the game, and um, yeah, it was uh, it was a little little rough to watch. I think I'd be okay with them even losing if. It was just more so decided ahead of time. It, it was kind of tough where it was decided late uh, and nothing going on. Decided late and nothing going on, nothing to watch, just watching fuck up after fuck up. It makes it very difficult. Yeah, what are you going to do? In the halftime? I mean, the halftime was basically elevator hits, greatest hits. Now, that's what I call music Maroon 5. Uh, I don't, I didn't like the fact that they were pumping big boy from outcast was going to be there. And he was basically just one clip of it. You know, they're like, Hey, Atlanta's big boy coming. And then it was basically Maroon's five's greatest hits. It was the reprise at the end of the musical of Maroon five's 
musical and uh, Big Boy came out because of Atlanta. I really was hoping that it would be the whole Goody Mob, the whole Dungeon family, everybody from Atlanta, T.I., uh, Cars and Clothes, da, 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 that's all. Da, 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 da. I was really hoping, you know? And uh, the only consolation prize that I got was uh, Big Boy getting the whole crowd to yell ATL ho over and over. And I was like, mm, I'm a fan. I didn't even know who, there was like another rapper that came out. I didn't even know who it was. Uh, I didn't look it up. So I know 21 Savage got arrested from ICE. So I know it wasn't 21 Savage. I don't know. Was that Future, Young Thug? I don't know. Migos, one of the Migos. Migo, I don't know who it was. I, it was so boring, I didn't even care. I just heard that they blanked it out a bunch of times. But not enough to be go, hmm, I want to know who this is. I'm at that age where I just don't know anything of music anymore. I wanted to be that guy that just knew music just enough to where if I was in a club and uh, I was out and about, I, I, I could recognize a song and I could just be like, I know the song. Now, I don't know anything. I just want to go back to where music is familiar to me. And uh, that has uh, has proven that I'm old. I just, I, I, listen to this, I listen to the same stuff. I put on a playlist. I've got the music on the phone. And I just listen to all the shit that I like. Oh, I recognize that. I like this song. Yeah. 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 Uh, and this new shit, uh, like I, I, I recognize that I don't recognize it. I think that's a start to something, right? That's got to be or nothing. Um, I would like to be, I would like to go to Boston for the duck boats. Um, I have been to the 2001, 2004. And I don't think I've been to any other one after that. I have been to two. Uh, I've, I've been to two uh, Red Sox parades, and that's it. But I feel like maybe this might be the last one. This might be the last one I ever get to see. And I've been saying that for I don't know six, nine Super Bowls, six championships. This might be the last one I ever see. This one might be the last one I ever see. And uh, I really mean it this time. I don't know. I'm sure Vegas has them up on going back and repeating. Ah, this might be the last one. This might be the last one. But I think, I think if they didn't have a parade in the middle of fucking Boston winter I, I would go but i'm not going again the left the the first time i went it was miserable and i only went because i went to the snowball and that was miserable and i was like it can't be worse than this and we won we are the champions my friend i hate that song i i literally hate that song um i i wish I knew what Queen was thinking. Like, could you imagine if Queen didn't 
have the foresight to go, hey, they're probably going to play this at every championship game. Anytime there's a champion of any kind to be determined, the confetti comes down and then it just cuts to that one point. We are the champions, my friend. And we'll keep on fighting to the end. Um, I don't know. They never play the beginning part of that, right? I've paid my dues. Nobody cares about that shit. They just go straight to the chorus. I wonder if they're like, hey, you know how we can make money? Let's have a championship song. And it's weird that nobody's like, hey, you, you know how we can make money forever? Let's make a championship song. I mean, that that's I'm curious if they were like, if that was actually the plan, or they go, hey, I've got a song that I want to sing about. I want to sing about being a champion. And they just did it for the art and it ended up for the culture. I'm curious. I mean, I could probably watch Bohemian Rhapsody, the the movie, but uh a good, clear version of that has not popped up on the websites that I may or may not go to. So I haven't watched it. And, um, you know, I I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Let me know. Let me know what you think of it. I just am always weirded out about biopics or biopics. I don't know how to pronounce that. That word. The movie's about people when some of them are dead and the other ones are alive. And then the ones that are alive look like they're in the good, you know, they just make the, the, the dead guy look like an asshole. That's what I heard that happened. And I think like, hey, maybe that's going to happen to me. Maybe uh, the people I surround myself with now after I die co-sign a biopic and I'm the asshole, which, you know, I'm never above being the asshole, but maybe I'm uh, like, I heard that they make him look like a complete dick. And he might have been, but that seems a little self-serving, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Uh, when I, I mean, maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just the circle that I run in, but I couldn't name anybody else in Queen. Uh, not that I could really, not that I was supposed to, but, uh, you know, F- Freddie Mercury is like Queen, right? I mean, he's the icon, like Rolling Stones, Keith Richards, and Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger, Rolling Stones, right? Isn't that how that works? I don't know. But I haven't seen it. If you if you saw it and you liked it, let me know. If you saw it and you hated it, tell me why. Because I'm curious. Uh, you know what? Uh, since I've been gone, um, I got a couple concerning messages. People concerned about my well-being, concerned about the future of the podcast. And I want to shout you out. Uh, the Patugans, uh, if you are not familiar with Rollins Patugan, he is a buddy of mine. Um, shout out to his wife uh, and him for um, being concerned. You know, uh, they're like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm taking, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I need some time off. I didn't go to South Beach, but uh, no, shout out to them for being concerned and being an avid listener of the podcast. Shout out to Rick Smith. Uh, You know, he he reached out and he wanted to know and he gave me some words of encouragement. And, um, you know, I I definitely had um, 
some thoughts of taking a week or two off after the new year. Um, you know, I just, I'm in a weird place sometimes. And, you know, being away from family, uh, just me and my wife out here gets a little, I don't want to say lonely, lonely. Oh, excuse me. I'm a little burpy. Apologies. I would edit this out, but I don't edit shit if you've listened to any of this podcast ever. I don't really edit anything, and that might be a detriment, but I uh, apologize. So, <laughs> shout out to them. Um, I I really appreciate the, the kind words and the concern, and... Um, you know, I'm just just out here trying to trying to live the best, funniest life I can for you guys. And um, you know, your words of encouragement do do mean do mean to matter. Uh, now, if you just if you're one of the few people that just shot me an email like, "Hey, I can't find the new podcast," you weren't even worried if I was dead face down in a ditch. You weren't worried that I don't know uh, I wasn't being held hostage by some infidels in some place. If you were just concerned about the podcast, hey, I appreciate you listening and I appreciate you shooting me an email, but I'm not going to shout you out because you did not have a concern for my well-being. And uh, maybe, just maybe, we'll uh, we'll be better next time, right? But no, there was it was a few uh, a few weeks longer than I expected. I just wanted um, I just wanted some time to think and. I have started to put the plans together to get a video version of this on. Yay! And I do hope to have this up in the next couple of podcasts where you will get this first. So if you're listening, how you're listening now, you will get the audio version. But if you're really concerned uh, and you want to sm- and you want to see my smiling mug, you will be able to see the uh video version and i'll have graphics it'll be like a powerpoint or like a ted talk uh i'm not gonna have like a silly stupid fucking bobby brown headset on or anything um but i will uh i'll I'll try to make um make it worth your visual needs visual yeah sure let's say that's a little tired okay i'm out of practice okay but uh, I will say, uh, comedy's getting good. Um, I've got a whole other uh, bunch of jokes I've been working on that have been working well. Um, I've been, I haven't stopped comedy. I've just been trying to, uh, you know, be better. I, I've talked about this before, where in comedy, you have to be really good at a bunch of things that have little to nothing about have little to do with comedy you know um i got uh the the uh, social media portion of it and the the fucking management part of it and then the logistic part of it and all of these things where you go can i just go back to just being fucking joke writing funny can i just go back to just doing jokes and you go yeah you can but it's really important that you do other things and that's very depressing and i i've said this before not to end on like a sad note but think of your job and you go hey you know you 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 want to be good at whatever paperwork you do or you know saving lives but on top of that you got to be really good at stocking a vending machine what does a vending machine have to do with, you know, making a wish foundation 
kids happy or fucking whatever it is that you do. You go, well, in order to be good at, at, at being funding Jerry's kids, uh, you got to learn how to stock a, a, a vending machine. And then on top of that, you got to figure out how to rotate tires. And on top of that, you got to learn how to read a map. You go, I don't know how any of those work, but, you know, in, in comedy, it's, it's not a about writing jokes it's part of writing jokes and then booking getting booked and reaching out building relationships you know logistics of getting to where you're going and uh podcasting which i adore you know i i don't think uh i express how much i do enjoy podcasting i think my hesitation is that sometimes i just don't feel funny i'm just out here saying funny things and, uh, you know, I, I want to put out the best product possible. I want it to be worth your time. I, I want to make sure that uh, I'm just not out here half-assing it. And I feel like I am sometimes. And I, I, I don't want to do that to you. Uh, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. And I don't think uh, it's not an obligation. I don't go, oh, I have to do it. I just sometimes just go, is this the best use of your time is it is it and if it is i appreciate you you know um i think that i'm working through some of these uh self-worth things uh i'm trying to course correct you here and uh, i should give you what you asked for you want more podcasts i'll give you more podcasts that's um the best that i can do I, I just sit here and go, um, is the caliber of to your standards? And I don't know what your standards are. So let me just keep on doing what I'm doing. I don't know. Maybe maybe my mom loved me too much. My dad, not enough. Who knows? So uh, th- don't think that uh, I don't think about you guys most of my waking day. I just um, don't feel funny some days, you know? Uh, this is all off the cuff. I write basically no notes. Uh, maybe on really, really bad days, I, I put together like an outline. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. And uh, uh, it's all off the cuff. So I'm taking a gamble here. I'm taking a gamble thinking like, hey, I could be funny. I could be entertaining. I can. Uh, I don't think I can sometimes. So I write an outline. And um, that's kind of where I'm at. So... Uh, you know what? Uh, I did want to talk about something. I didn't write an outline, but now that I'm thinking about it, uh, I've got a few more minutes on this podcast, and I want to talk about the Super Bowl commercials. I wasn't impressed. It was boring across the board. Uh, the game was boring. The commercials were boring. The halftime was boring. And uh, I can understand why you hate uh, the Patriots. Because, you know, all they do is win, 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 six times. And um, I think uh, the Super Bowl commercials should have been like its last ditch effort in making it worth it. And I just watched a fucking seven minute RAV4 commercial, you know, uh, about a girl that could play football. Great. I think girls should play football. I mean, not in like the lingerie league. I'll watch lingerie league, but you know, like go play football. I've watched them play rugby. Women's rugby's the shit. 
I mean, it's badass. I, I, I'm a fan. I watch women's rugby. They hit as hard as men. I mean, they're not as big as men. Could you imagine a 6'4", 325-375-pound fucking woman? I mean, that's a big old... That's a big motherfucker right there. But uh, I uh, don't know what I'm talking about now. Uh, women's rugby. Women's football. Uh, Rav4 commercial. Uh, yeah, the commercials, eh, wasn't, wasn't really all that impressed. Uh, there was nothing... I mean, the Avengers uh, trailer was brief. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. And then, you know, uh, everyone's going to go online and they're going to... They're going to literally shuffle through frame by frame and try to find an Easter egg. And then they're going to go spoiler uh, theories, not spoilers, but theories and and deep theories. And they go, what the Easter egg and the trailer that you missed, you'll never believe who it could mean. Just just fucking watch the movie. okay? wait till the movie comes out. It's around the corner. Just watch the goddamn movie. I'm I'm tired of my news feed. Google thinks I care about the Easter egg that what it might mean in the thing. I'm spending more time avoiding these spoiler Easter egg theories than I am going to be watching the actual movie. The movie's like an hour and a half, two hours, and I've spent way more than that trying to avoid any of these uh, uh, any of these theories. And the theory is that they're all going to live, and then some of them are going to die, and then I don't know. Um, but I wasn't impressed with uh, the commercials. Maybe because I was panicking the whole time. Maybe because, like, I don't know, I couldn't sit down or enjoy my pizza or enjoy the banquet beer, the champagne of beer, Miller High Life. Maybe, uh, maybe just the commercials are horrible. Uh, I mean, the one about the firefighter talking to, no, wait, the coach talking to the firefighters about the time where he almost died. And it's because people like them that helped him. Uh, and then it turns out it was actually them that helped him. Now, that made me want to cry because uh, that's awkward. Uh, could you imagine just being the presentation? People like you. And they were like, no, people literally like us. People, no, literally us. We were there. It, 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 was, uh, it was a mess. You were uh, probably not going to make it. So, uh, yeah, tell us more about people like us. <laughs> I don't know. Um and then there was the there was the Arby's commercial about sandwiches that uh, you'd be surprised you wouldn't know that Arby's makes them. Besides the regular roast beef sandwiches, I don't know what Arby's makes, and I don't really care. I like Arby's roast beef sandwiches, and anybody that doesn't like them and will mock me will shame me for liking the roast beef sandwiches. I don't know. I don't care. They're they're pretty good. They remind me of childhood and happiness. And the horsey sauce is uh, is pretty good. And um, that is my guilty pleasure. Burger King, you can keep McDonald's. It's 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 whatever. Um, Arby's is kind of like that. Uh, how have you? How do you make it here? Like how have you made it here this far, this long? How are you still a thing? Is uh, always a oh. A question I want to ask. 
Uh, I've been, I go, not regularly, not enough to keep a whole franchise open. And I definitely don't go to the same franchise location. I just am, have a shit ton of questions of how are you guys, do they pay you in roast beef? Because I can't imagine you guys make payroll. Um, but the roast beef sandwich is, is pretty good. I have very fond memories when they had a 99 cents menu, which doesn't seem to be a thing anymore, which makes sense because nobody really eats there because now they have to make different sandwiches. I guess they make a pastrami, which I mean, if I didn't eat the roast beef, I don't know why I would eat the pastrami here. Uh, But I like the roast beef. They had a dollar menu where you could get like junior roast beef sandwiches for 99 cents. I'd buy like five of them. I'm exaggerating. It was more like three, but I would take the bread off of like two of them and slap them all on the one. So therefore you get like uh, a, a bigger sandwich for $3. Like a, you get like a $9 sandwich for, for $3. I don't know how I'd feel telling people I paid $9 at Arby's in the year 2018, 2019, but... Uh, uh, I would do it and then put horsey sauce on there. But now I'm getting old. My my body, my body's like, yeah, this is not something we should be doing anymore. So I just don't do it. Uh, but besides that, the commercials were garbage. Um, a defensive chess game is the Super Bowl and elevator music for the halftime show. So that's my recap. I um, I want to wish you guys happy Chinese New Year. Happy that. Happy Lunar New Year. Happy, happy joy, joy. Uh, If you guys get those red envelopes, get those red envelopes, Bobo. And uh, happy New Year. And uh, Year of the Pig. If you are 12, 24, 36, 48, 50, 60, 60. Yeah. Happy Chinese New Year, motherfucker. Shout out to all my monkeys. That's all I got. Uh, I miss you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you guys do not, are not, um, and have not yet followed me, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Loy Lee Comedy, L-O-Y-L-E-E Comedy, across uh, all your social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, LoyLeeComedy.com. Uh, what else do I have? Shoot me an email, LoyLeeComedy at gmail.com. And... Um, thank you for coming back. I missed you, and I love you, and uh, I do this for you. Okay, wait. Yep, that's all I got. I'm literally just trying to remember how I close out. Ah, fuck it. Love you guys. Bye-bye.